everybody. It's Linda Gunner with Love Him, Love Them on my favorite time of the week. And that is Miracles with Mommy Linda, where I get to share with you something that God has used either our ministry or myself for as an instrument to provide an absolute, incredible, unbelievable miracle. So this just happened, I think a week and a half ago, um, which actually I didn't even have it on my list. Somebody just reminded me in the green room, hey, why don't you share about that family? It's like, what was that about? Oh yeah, I cry. I, I think literally when I heard about this miracle, I think I cried for about two hours and it literally, that's why I have these circles under my eyes still. <laughs> it's like a week ago, but I honestly think it, it, it literally affected me for about a week and a half. So I get the opportunity on most Sundays to be able to go and share. And I share about Love Him, Love Them. And I share about our Miracles with Mommy Linda book and just all sorts of different things about how God is working through our ministry and our lives. But uh, about two weeks ago, I was sharing at this church. I, and you're not going to be able to figure out when it is because you don't know when we filmed. But um, nothing was happening. And that is so odd for us. I mean, usually, you know, we get the opportunity to do an altar call and the altar is full. And there's always there's always something or some reason or some some something that happens that you're like, oh, my gosh, this is why I'm here. And nothing was happening. And I was almost going to blame it on my husband because my husband like hardly ever comes with me. But he came with me that Sunday. And I was like, I wonder if it's because I brought David. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, we set up the product table. Nobody came to the product table. And it was just like, what are we here for? And we were packing up, putting all of the like books and the bracelets from, and everything that we have at the product table. And we were packing it all up and, and walking out. And I mean, like, I didn't even see the, there was nobody there. And all of a sudden, this little man comes up and he says, um, do you mind if I help you to take that to the car? David had gone around to get the car and I was like, yeah, sure. That'd be fine. He was like, okay. So he's grabbing the thing and I'm sitting there thinking, where are we going to go for lunch? And all of a sudden this man goes, do you have just a second? He goes, I just wanted to encourage you with something. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And so about that time, David's pulling the car around and he said, I was, my wife and I were here whenever you brought the choir here. He said, and I just wanted you to know that when you shared your story, you changed our lives forever. And I was like, okay. And he said, you talked about how you brought in five children into your life on the 17th day of the seventh month. Your family living in your house went to the size of seven with children the ages of seven to 17. He said, in the one part of your story that really messed us up was when you said you were driving a Jaguar. And how you were living out every woman's dream by trading in your Jaguar for a minivan. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, okay, this is getting really boring. What are you talking about? I mean, I do say that because that is what happened. He said, I want you to look over in the parking lot at that minivan. So I look over and I said, yeah. He said, my wife's gone today, but um, when you brought the choir, we had two girls that we were fostering. He said, and my wife and I had talked about fostering to adopt. He said, and your story encouraged us to foster to adopt. And so we decided we were going to adopt those two girls. But when we had started through that paperwork, he said, they told us that those two girls had two brothers. He said, and we, we did not want to trade in our sports car. <laughs> car for a bigger car, which is what it was going to require to get those other two boys. He said, but you messed us up. 
He said, so if you have just a moment, I'd like for you to come over to the minivan. And I want to introduce you to the four children that we now have. The two little girls that were here when you came with the choir. And the two little boys that we sought out through the foster care system to go find so that we could adopt them. And so I'm like, I walk over to the van and this little bitty boy, I know he can't be more than five years old. He looks up at me and he says, hi, that used to be my, that used to be my foster dad, but now he's my real dad. And they bring these kids out one at a time with this crazy man. There's another crazy man there who's the uncle who apparently helped this family um, make this decision and walk through it with them and love on them. And these kids get out of the car. If you look back through my social media, you'll find that there's a picture of me with all these kids in a tree. And they start to tell me, oh, I'm the little girl that was here when you came with the choir. Oh, I'm the big girl that was here when you came with the choir. And then the other little boy goes, I'm the part that got to be part of the family now because my parents hurt you. (laughs) Yeah, so I got to meet this miracle family that was put together that the dad gave full and complete credit. He said, you need to understand. He said, my wife was right where you were. And she didn't want to. I mean, I, I, I'm very candid with the way things are with our with our um, journey. I mean, I, I did not I didn't want to fold little girl panties. I didn't want to stay at home. I didn't want to have kids. I didn't want to do that. And you know why? Because I'm very selfish and it takes a lot of selflessness to be a mom or a dad and to care for kids. Your schedule changes. Everything changes. And I wasn't willing to do that. He said in your blatant honesty and transparency and sharing that. And then my wife seeing the backdrop of all of those kids, she was willing to do it. He said, so I just thought it might do you good and possibly encourage you if you got to meet the family that was put together. It did. (laughs) I left that day and I just kept saying to David, can you believe that? Can you believe and they, th- that family never came up and met me that day? They never even called me. I mean, I never even knew until that exact moment. It wasn't like they called and said, oh, thanks so much for incur-. No, nothing. They just listened. They heard God speak through my voice and my testimony. And then they were obedient and they moved forward and changed four children's lives forever. So I just want to encourage you today. If you are hearing the voice of the Lord or if you have uh, been spurred on to do something, um, I want to, first of all, I want to encourage you to reach back out to the person that spurred you on because it was very encouraging to me. Nothing else happened that day, but that happened and that was very encouraging to me. Um, And then again, if you are the person that is hearing the testimony that you know good and well that you need to make a move on and you need to do something, I want to encourage you to do that. Because that's how we love him, is by loving them. I cannot stop crying. (laughs) I've just made a determination I wasn't going to cry, but I can't, I don't know how to explain this to you other than it's the same experience when God uses you uh, as an instrument to perform a miracle when you pray for someone and they're healed, it's like, it's so unbelievable, but it is an overwhelming joy. I want you to know I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because it is overwhelming how God can use you as an instrument in someone else's life. And when I looked at that little boy, I wish I had a picture of him. Actually, I found out they live close by. I'm really 
pretty sure I'm going to have to have them in here. I think that's a great idea where they can share their part of the story with you. But that little boy had a pair of little round glasses. And when he looked up at me and he goes, thanks a lot, because that guy used to be my foster dad. And now he's my real dad. And the, the love and the joy that he had was overwhelming. So I just wanted to share that with you today, that miracle, um, because it's it blows my mind completely, which is what miracles do, right? They're things that you can't explain, divine appointments that you can't. I mean, if that couple had not been there that day, um, whenever the choir came, that happened over and over again. And I told my husband on the way home that day, I said, I just can't help but wonder how many other stories are there that we don't know, stories that we don't know the end of. And I wonder that for you, how many people have you affected or has something you've done or something you've said? We all seem to get to hear the parts of the negative things that we do and say and how that affects people and turns them away. But on the other side, how many times have you blessed someone, sent them a note at just the right moment, listened to the Holy Spirit when He prompted you to text someone, called someone whenever God told you to, prayed for someone whenever the Holy Spirit told you to, and how many times have you powerfully affected someone else's life just because you listened and did what God asked you to do?